Good morning. Hello. Oh, it is another beautiful autumn transitioning to winter kind of a day. We're in it here. And I woke up this morning <clears throat> being a bit triggered. So mind you, I've only been awake for, oh, 15 minutes. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm very fresh out of the dream realm. But it's so interesting. I don't want to go into the story very much, but um, I, throughout my business, other women have just copied me. Um, when I first started Magical Mothering, I had a mom um, <clears throat> follow me and make her page called Magical Mother and just verbatim would copy my posts and talk about exit. Like I would do a Facebook live and I would see a post on her website or to her email list of exactly what I had just talked about on my Facebook live. And so how do you feel when people copy you? Um, are you like honored? Are you like, oh my gosh, I must be doing something right. If people are copying me, that was like, Travis was just sharing with me. Uh, like, Hey, yo, no, like she sees what you're doing and she wants to like have that success or, uh, good morning, Lana. Um, good morning, ladies. I would really love to hear in the comment section, how do you feel about people copying you? Please. I'm, I'm actively going through this trigger right now. And I would really, really love to hear <clears throat> what you have to say about this. Um, what are your takes on it? Because in my instance, <clears throat> I think, so I'm, I'm narrowing it down as I'm processing it. I think a lot of it has to do with my inner child. Um, like school comes up where I was the only one that did the group projects and I would be the one who did all the work for the whole group and the whole group would get credit for it. And because I didn't want to fail. And I don't, so this was kind of something that um, I would, I feel like I did the hard work. I failed so many times to get to where I am now. And then when I see somebody just look at what I'm doing and copy it, um, Lana says, I've gotten used to it and think now if someone's going to be inspired, uh, they as well be inspired by me. They might as well be inspired by me. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a great outlook. I really love that outlook. And I'm still like, ugh. It just hits like this brick wall. I'm like, yep. And I get a lot of people. Okay. So here I can narrow it down a little bit more. Uh, thank you for that comment because that just really helped me. So when I'm inspired, I don't get inspired by other people. Really? So um, I see what they're doing and I'm like, well, that's so, I'm so glad that they're following their light. Um, I'm, I'm, I've never been really influenced by people. Um, so maybe there's that. Maybe that's a neurodivergent thing. Ooh. Ah, okay. Okay. My, my head just exploded. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So in my own neurodivergence, I don't get inspired by others. I don't have that sort of connection with people. Uh, what they do, I'm like, cool, you do you. 
Um, it's definitely hard, but no one can steal your essence. Yes, thank you, Lana. Um, and I think there's something really important here because in women's, and it's a woman, everybody, obviously. Um, I think women who, for me, this is what I'm feeling. She is not quite sure of what she's supposed to be doing. So she's just copying what other people are doing rather than doing the work of going within and finding what is true to her. Bing, bing, bing. Okay. I've got, I'm getting a little closer. Thank you, Lana. I really do appreciate your, your feedback here because your words, I can read, I can read into them differently in their landing. So thank you for being present through this experience with me. Um, and then on top of that, being neurodivergent, I don't have a connection to like Instagram. Like when I'm scrolling through Instagram, I'm not like, oh, I wish I had that. Like, oh, their, their stuff is like, I'm like, oh, cool. That's how they like their stuff. There's not a connection of like, I don't get like, I don't get jealous of people's things. I don't see other people's lives and, oh, I want their life. Like, I, I don't have that connection to people, I guess. And I'm just now in today years old, figuring that out. Like, I don't look at somebody and I'm like, oh, I want to do what they do. Like, no, I want to do what I do, but be as successful as them. Or I want to do what I do. I want to be as happy as that other person, but doing me, like being me, not being them. I don't know if that makes sense. And I don't know if people often think about it that way. Like, do you really want to be that other person or do you want to be yourself feeling as the feeling that they're sharing with you? This is very interesting. And I usually don't like come up, like I am in the midst of it. So I'm just like brain, I'm just brain dumping here. Um, and I'm hoping it's spurring something within you as well. And I'm not sure if it is. Um, because I think there's an important aspect, especially when women, um, because there's not so much, like we have some competition aspects that are just programmed into us from the masculine culture, but I don't feel any competition towards her. I don't feel like she's gonna take my clients. What I do feel is that she's using my essence is a great word. She's using my energy and my magic as her own. Good morning, Lonise. So I'm in the mix of a, a brain spinning um, aspect of trying to figure out why I'm so triggered by somebody stealing my work. <laughs> and not like, I mean, it's not verbatim. Um, she saw me doing herbal medicine. She started doing herbal medicine about a year ago, um, started making all of her own tinctures and um, started like naming them the same names as my stuff. And she has business cards already made calling herself like an herbalist. And for me, I always go by the American Herbalist Guild standards of you need to be studying herbalism for at least four years, if not more with over 4,000 hours of practice in the field of knowledge of classes, of courses, and things like that, which is why I don't actually call myself an herbalist because I have not, um, I have not taken the time to actually 
put in all of the reading material, the doctorate studies, the um, research that I've done, I have not gone in and taken the time to actually make that into a, a document and submitted it, which is why I feel like, I don't care if you call yourself an herbalist, but I do, ho I hold myself to a standard of like, I follow the rules. <laughs> I love to follow the rules. Good morning, Amber. So, um, like following the rules in my brain is I don't see something online and I don't just copy it. Like I think about it, I integrate it, I figure out a way to make it my own. And so maybe that's another part of why I don't like being copied. Good morning, Stacy. So I held the question of like, do you care if people copy you? Do you care, like, do you care if people look at what you do and just copy what you do? Um, Finally catching part of the live stream. Yay, Stacey. Um, so someone else, and so a big portion of my brain I was sharing is my neurodivergency. I don't look at Instagram in, like I don't look at Instagram and I'm like, oh, I wish I had their life. Like, oh my gosh, I want that. that. Like I, I, I don't picture myself transported into somebody else's life. Like I'm like, ugh. Their inner, like I can feel their energy in their Instagram post. I'm like, ooh, that's all fake. Like, ooh, that's bleh. I don't know. So in my own neurodivergency, I don't connect with people and like want their life. I'm not inspired or influenced by anybody in that way. So I guess that is part of this issue is I'm like, you do your own thing. Like you don't be inspired by me. Yes, but don't take what I'm doing and just like call it your own, but it's not like, I know it's not because she's finding her own plans. She's like really doing the work. So uh, Stacy shares, I've been watching the replays. Yay, I'm glad you've been watching the replays. Um, and Loni shares, and you've invested your life to develop this. So it's hard to see someone take it. And that's kind of what I was sharing with Travis earlier is there's this aspect of I had to fail so many times to get where I am. And for someone to just like see the success part of it and be like, oh, I'll just start there. Like, perfect. I'll just start from that point and go from there and jump off and I'll be successful. And I guess like my inner child is like, it's not fair. <laughs> like, why should you not have to struggle? I had to struggle for years with this. And I know so much of this trigger is my inner child. Like I am actively talking to her through this dialogue. <laughs> I am hearing her she, cause she just said that like, well, why should she just be able to get away with doing that and not have to go through all the work or not have to be blah, blah, blah. Right. Lonise is like my inner child would be so bad. <laughs> and I get that this is silly. Like, 100% I totally understand that this is a completely super you know superficial aspect but this is a clear a clear point of when it is perfect to do inner child work I am actively doing the inner child work with you on this Facebook live within myself so I wanted to demonstrate and I wanted to come in in all of like the it's more um it's more agitation and it's more of just this, like, I'm in curiosity as to, like, why am I so triggered by this? And the thing is, like, so she just messaged me and she's like, I'm going to be just a few hours away from you 
um, we are friends, like we are friends. And so that makes it tricky too. Uh, Talia, she still has to do her work no matter if she's starting space, feels like it's on your coattails. Um, she still has to do her work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, I like that. I really do like that. Uh, my inner chat feels that everything she works for is taken from her. I feel this. Yeah, um, I think there's a lot of us that uh, in our human design are the ones who have to struggle, 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 fail, fail, fail. And people watch all of that failure and watch all of that struggle. Um, and then when we finally find something that we're like, oh, oh my gosh, I just like, floop, it just fits. There's this aspect of they see that too. And they're like, oh, I can just do that. And so the process of how to get here is kind of just like sidestep. And I know that's what I'm here to do. Like, <laughs> so I know I'm actually here so that people aren't doing the struggle, 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 like fail, fail, fail. And I'm just demonstrating like, here's the sides, which is what the magical mothering method is, which is what like this book is, it's all the resources and all the stuff that I've taken the past 15 years to like gather and go bloop, like right in a beautiful space. Um, I've been doing inner child work. Last night I came across a childhood scrapbook that I haven't seen in 30-ish years. Learned so much by reading stories I wrote as a child. Today I'm trying to process that. Wow, that is so incredible. Uh, good morning, Lisa. Um, so inner child work doesn't stop. Inner child work doesn't just end, right? Inner child work is, is again, part of that spiral. And so um, I don't want to disregard, I don't, I want to really honor my own boundaries in this because I'm really not good at that. And I think that's another thing that is coming up. Like if I see this person, she's going to want to go on a nature walk. She's going to want to like have my knowledge. She's going to want to, I get so excited that I just share and she's going to take that for free and just take it rather than me giving and offering that to her. I don't know if that makes sense. Like as I'm sharing, sometimes I'll just, um, I don't know if that makes sense where I get really generous and I love sharing my process. And then Sometimes I feel like people take that and just like, oh, great. I'm just going to take that and use it. And I'm like, wait, oh, um, oh, I didn't know I was sharing with you. And like Lonise shared an idea that she had with me in confidentiality about an idea that she has. And ever since she shared it, I'm like, man, that's fucking brilliant. Like, gosh, I wish I would have thought of that because it's so incredible. And I'm like, Loni, start working on this work because I, I can't stop thinking about it. And it came up like, <clears throat> like, so, but never in a million years would I take that idea and be like, wow, that is so fucking genius. I'm going to add that into everything else that I'm doing because that's bullshit. Like that is not what friends do. Like she shared with me something that is absolutely incredible. And I am here holding space for her so that she can do her own work in that. And 
I think as women, we've forgotten how to hold space for each other to be our authentic selves. We think we have to be somebody else. Okay, I'm getting closer. Like every time I get closer, I'm like, okay, this makes more sense. I want her to be her authentic self. I want her, I want you to be your authentic self. I'm, I'm doing me, I'm doing my authentic self and my nature and finding and discovering what that means. So I want you to do the same thing. I don't want you looking at my journey and go, I need her journey because that would not fit for you. Like, and so when people see like, oh, I've made money off of herbalism and I can do it like, I don't know. I feel like she hasn't found her authentic path, which is why it irks me so much because she's doing this just like when I first started out, I listened to the coaches that told me what to do and how to do it. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel good, but I'm paying you a lot of money. And so I better put it into action because this is how I'm going to make money. I feel like that's the way our culture works. And it goes right back into like the culture aspect, right? Our culture says, look at other people that are successful and mirror them or fake it until you make it or don't worry about the imposter syndrome because that's just a part of it. And I call bullshit on all of that. Um, so Talia, for me, if the message is something I believe in, I want to spread it far and wide. Some people will resonate with how I share the message, but some won't resonate with me but may resonate with how the other person shares it. Yeah, I think there's definitely idea sharing is definitely a new paradigm that we're really stepping into. Um, and when we're excited about something like herbalism or plant medicine, there, there's such an excitement. And so you're like, I get that she's just looking at all of these sources and is like, well, this is really easy. I can just copy all of her formulas and I can just copy everything that she's doing and cut out all the work that I need to do and just make it easy, right? I get that. But there's also this aspect of why. Do you understand why I'm doing any of this? And so Talia, I think that as long as, like for me, I want people to understand their why. Why are you sharing this message? Like it resonated, like that whole thing. Oh, oh, I'm on the internet. Okay, sorry. I don't know if that helps at all. Um, so there's this aspect of really trying, like understanding the why. That's what I was talking about. Yes, I just want, I, this, is, this is another foundational piece to why I'm being triggered. Does she understand her why? Does she understand what is making her tick in order why she wants to do this so bad? Um, so thank you, Talia. That's so spot on because... I know she's excited. I know she has found something that is like helpful. I know she's found something that she is passionate about. And I also want her to understand the why behind it. I want her to like, don't just take what I'm doing, find your own why. I think that's what it is. Good morning, Destiny. Hello. I'm talking about uh, when people copy you and, um, 
I'm I'm unraveling it a bit. So I'm really going to have to, I'm actually going to go back through and watch this Facebook immediately after this Facebook, because I'm going to write down <laughs> all of these things so that I can further process this. Um, and so I definitely know it's my inner child. I definitely understand that it is about uh, somebody being in their authenticity versus pretending to be in my authenticity. And I really understand this aspect that because of my specific neurodivergence, I don't get influenced by others. I don't have people that I look up to. I don't have like that connection with people. I don't look at people and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I was them or I wish I had their life. I'm like, no, energetically, I, I don't want to be anywhere near your life. I don't want to be anywhere near your energy. Like, Ugh, I can't. Um, I want to be in my energy. I want to be in my authenticity. I want to heal and fix and replace and repair and integrate my own stuff so that I can be authentic. Um, I feel like there have been times I had the why, but did not know how to go about it. And the inspiration of other, others helped me find that. Thank you, Lonise, for sharing. This is what I've really been needing. So if you have different ways of thinking about this, please share them because my brain has only certain pathways. And when I kind of get stuck in a pathway, especially around like when I'm triggered and I can't find a new neural pathway, I really, really appreciate these comments. So even if you're watching the recording of this, please share. I'm going to be referring back to this video because this is such a beautiful divine feminine space for people to connect and to share their own ways of thinking differently about this. So good morning, Jana. Um, so I feel like the, I'm going to read Lonise's comment again. I feel like there have been times I had the why, but did not know how to go about it. And the inspiration of others helped me find that. Okay. Okay. And so is there a difference between inspiration and copying? Is it the same thing? Like, is it the same? Can it be the same? Like, should I be like, wow, I'm so honored that she's copying me. I know some people feel that. And I'm still like that, that hits a brick wall. That does not, <laughs> does not actually feel good. <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, okay, yes, but like that yes, but comes in and that's not true. Like mm -mm. in human design, being a sacral authority, the mm-hmm or aha, uh aha, -huh, uh -huh, like that is my body's way of saying yes. In human design, when my sacral goes, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm -mm. it is a no and my whole body is a no um yes so if you are a sacral authority if i just ask you a yes or no question um do you feel good in your body mm-hmm mm -mm. just answer with the the words like i do this a lot um when i'm in a session with somebody mm-hmm 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 like, I just know, like, oh, that's resonating. That's resonating. Nope. Nope. There's a blockage. Okay. Let me tap into that. And so you can use this. It's a really powerful point of your intuition to really understand and get into clarity and match and mirror what is actually resonating is true. It's like it's every sacral authority person has an innate body lie detector within them. And so when I saw this post of, hey, I'm close by and I want to come visit. We're going to be in the area for two weeks. I went, mm -mm. and then my head is like, well, you can't be mean. She doesn't know, like your friends, 
she 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 should come to see you like my head is telling me i need to make space for her i don't need to have boundaries i should just be get over it i need to be okay with what's going on and yet when i ask my body do i want her to come here it's a mm -mm. like do i want to see her mm -mm. why <laughs> i don't know i don't know and so it's so tricky because that's a that's a fucking hard boundary to have of just i would like to come see you mm -mm. and that that rarely happens like when people are in the area usually i'm like uh-huh yes 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 come see me but i have to honor my body this time and that feels hard that feels like having boundaries is really hard for me. The sacred no. Yeah. Yeah. And I have no excuses. Like, no, we're just going to be sitting around, but no, you can't come to. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know if maybe I just can't handle that energy right now or if it would be disruptive to us. But there's my entire body is like, nope. Nope, can't do it. Um, so good morning, Holly. Maybe that energy of her taking from you and not giving back is what you're pulling back from, not just the copying. Talia, thank you. Yeah, and that was part of what I wanted I wanted to re-listen to. Um, because Talia, you it's spot on, right? It's that it's and this is our culture. So it's not that she's like she's a product of our culture, right? Like there's very much a give a give and take in our culture where like I give and people just take it rather than receive it and integrate it. And for me, this is a vital component. And I'm like, this is my message, right? Tell you, this is my message that I'm always like screaming from the rooftops, like take it and integrate it, make it authentic, find your nature and like puzzle piece it into your nature. And it'll everything will like, be so much better and so you are spot on it's that energy of her taking and not giving back is what i'm pulling back from yeah because i know that if she comes i am just going to be open and giving because i'm on my land and she's just going to take 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 and then run with it and i'm going to be left like oh shit, i did it again <laughs> like oh so yes thank you talia so vital stacy shares i feel stuck in growth for about a year just recently i made progress after shedding incorrect beliefs that were placed on me my whole life once i grasped this everything else seems to be coming together i now set my own boundaries yeah yeah stacy and that's so true like i have had like november has really been the month of no already like right off the gate, I had to say no, and I had to create boundaries. Holly, thank you for that. Yes. Yes, I feel that is like, that is what my body wants. That is what my energy wants. And um, being on the road, we were so wide open that we just like gave and gave and gave. And not until last September when we moved back onto this property and we like paused 
and we went shit no wonder we've been like unable to get anything done we just like we're pouring ourselves out into everybody and everything that we went to and it's almost like for the past year I've been like gathering back pieces of myself and going whoa that's where that energy was whoa that's where this thing went um Lisa shares follow your intuition it knows the why you need to say no yeah you don't need any more confirmation or explanation than that thank you yes absolutely 100% agree right so so often I feel like for myself when I go to make a boundary and I'm saying, okay, I'm going to go make this boundary. I need to have full explanations of why I'm doing it. I need to be able to convince them of the boundary. Like that for me, that's how I was raised. Like there was no, no, I didn't have an option to say no. Like, even if in my body, it was a hard, no, there was no saying no. I didn't have that opportunity. I, I, didn't have that privilege. I didn't have the capacity. There was no, no was not allowed at all growing up. Um, and so like my children say no to me and it's so like, mm, I know this is why you're doing like, I'm so proud of you, but man, that makes it difficult. And then I have to have the conversation of like, okay, well, how can we get this done? How can we like, and then there's the conversation, right? There's this, then it requires communication and it requires me actually being able to connect and all of these things that are very difficult when I just want something done or I just want this thing. And so there's this aspect of that is absolutely true. I know this to be true. I know that my mm -mm is a hard no. And so I will, I don't know what I'll do yet. I may just ignore it. <laughs> I may just ignore the whole like message and wait two weeks. Be like, oh, just seeing this. No, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so my inner child wants to be my inner child just wants to like ignore the whole thing but as my higher self is coming through she's like you will not do that you will you will not be living as your four-year-old self <laughs> you will you will not you will not be doing it that way so thank you so 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 much for your insights for your comments for your uh for your love for your just your ability to be with me in this space and to help me unravel. Um, I'm going to turn this off and I'm going to watch the replay myself and just take some notes because um, this is actually something that happens quite a bit in my life. Um, so for me to have this as something that I can refer back to and integrate this more and more, um, I'll be able to process this even more. And the next time it happens, I'll understand and I'll have the coping skills already to just go in and do the inner child work and allow for her to feel safe and know that I'm in my authentic sharing and that I don't need to give myself away anymore. And I can say, no, look at those. Those are valuable insights that I now have. So thank you, a beautiful, magical women for helping me process this and sharing your own magic with me this morning. Um, and so 
if you'd like to join in the Patreon, as usual, patreon.com forward slash magical mothering, we will continue this conversation in the Patreon and just um, continue this as we grow together. Um, so I will see you all tomorrow. We're getting close to that full moon. So if you're feeling those full moon energies already, it's almost here. So know that that birthing is happening, which is probably another reason the trigger is getting stronger, right? Because <clears throat> we've got to birth these things out of us in order to create new space, release them. All right, peace and blessings, and I will see you all tomorrow.